We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. How's it going, everybody? And welcome into another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, along with my buddy Dan. Dan, have you recovered at all from uh, that subpar uh, result, I would say, by no fault of Sporting Kansas City? Well, I don't know about recovered, my friend. Uh, first off, como estas to you? How are you, muchachos? Uh, I am doing well. Thank you. Great. That is, you've, you have maxed out the extent of my Spanish knowledge. With, with oh, I got more. Question. I got more, yeah, but most I, of them I are don't. just food. Okay. I got that. I mean, if you want to talk about some guacamole or, or some tacos, <laughs> you know, that's what I got. I'm, I, I told try you, man, to... I made the mistake. I took French in high school. Oh, my God. I could try to, I can hang with the best of them, but every sentence ends in chimichanga. which i don't think is an authentic mexican dish i'm gonna go out on a limb and say i'll change it to chalupa then that's very authentic yeah that's 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 more like it you know i think that's probably less authentic taco well you know apparently taco bell was voted the best mexican restaurant in america so well okay you you come here you come here for the mexican food and you stay for the referee obliteration (laughs) <laughs> there there will be plenty of that um, rat bastard yeah man that was that was rough um we will we will get into everything that was that game and peter yes, Vermees reaction will. after the game we will burn his house down oh what is that what you said <laughs> we might march on pro offices cause... we will skin his cats what <laughs> well, who said who's talking i'm so um, sorry i will turn his wife into a lampshade <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm not going to. You know what deeply. it means. Um, <laughs> but before we do get into it, we do want to uh, remind you all to go to onthevolleyapparel.com. Type on the in volley. the discount code. No other pod. Three separate words, and uh, get yourself fifteen percent off. Not a bad deal. So do go it. Ahead and do it. So there you go. Uh, I'm going to jump right into this game now because. There was Jump, about 57 different things jump. of excitement that happened in this game. Um, <sighs> not the least of which was uh, it was freaking 
pouring rain for part of this game and leading up to the game. And uh, I was I was kind of wondering if uh, L.A. would be able to handle it. Um, how Zlatan, the Zlatan, would handle it. Um, didn't seem to have an effect too much on the game. But, uh, you know, when you saw the lineups, you got Rubio back in the lineup. You got Shallowy back in the lineup. Um, are, are, are you feeling good heading into this game? Where's your head at? Well, not at all, because the first lineup I ever see is a couple days when the referee assignments are made, and I saw Jair <laughs> Marufo right away, bro, and I, I'll never forget that like when Dom Dwyer was on our team, uh, some call went against him, and I think he tweeted out later on, like, I, we got Marufo'd or something like that, Marufo'd again. Yeah. Yeah, and you got a red card, Maruf, or Marufi Kalata. I don't know what he said. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, uh, Sam McDowell wrote a whole article about the history of SKC and Marufo, yes. and you know I'm not going to get too much into that, but you can go read it. Um, it's Good not a great God. history. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do this that. to yourself. Uh, things seem to go off the rails whenever Marufo comes to Kansas City to ref uh, at Children's Mercy Park. Um, Does he just and, need to show that his wang is bigger than everyone else's by like changing the game? <laughs> well, you know, here's he seems to be especially bad. He does, but I will say I was looking at Ugh. the uh, the pro referees page where they got like headshots of all the referees, and uh, and I, I was going through looking at all the different refs, and I was like, there's not a good one on here. Like the best one is freaking Mark Geiger. Who would have thought that would have happened where you're looking at now? You're like, give me Mark Geiger, please. Everyone hated him. Yep. So, I'll take him. He's, I mean, it's weird. He's like, he's probably the best ref in the league now. It's probably why he went to Russia, but like, it's just, I don't know, man, the refs, they suck, but we it's will. It's a bad uh, deal, dude. But yeah, listen we'll, here. I heard uh, an interview on the radio today. Uh, this is Tuesday, but Wednesday, when you're listening to it, time loop. Uh, Matt Beasler talking <laughs> about how right before the game kicked off that Zlatan Ibrahimovic stared him in the eyes for like 30 seconds without blinking, just like made constant eye contact, like trying to intimidate Matt Beasler. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I don't want to stare at Zlatan for 30 seconds straight. Beasler um, said he just laughed. Eyes. Said he just laughed. Uh, I mean, that's not... Yeah, I mean, that's all you can do at that point. And Zlatan's probably like, what is laughing? Why he but, laughed at Zlatan? And like, I think he said he scratched him on, on accident. Uh, and he said to him, he said, scratch me again and I'll elbow you in the head. Well, at one point, Zlatan and uh, and young Daniel Shalley almost got into it. And I was like, that, Daniel. Take it easy, Danny. I, 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 I love you. I like the passion. He's going to break you like a twig. Right. Like let's let's uh, this insider let's calm info. Down here a second. <laughs> this insider info was everything, dude. Like I, it was a true thing of like what happened out in the field because Beezer was like, "Well, go ahead and elbow me in the head. You'll uh, get ejected from the game." And Nate Bucati's like, "Uh, after watching that game, I'm not so sure he would." <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Zlatan was something, but I will say. You know, he, that was kind of the talking point heading into this match because Zlatan leading into it had like 20 goals in 24 games and MLS soccer's out there being like, should he be considered for MVP? Which I no. think, let's pump, let's pump the brakes. I mean, I hate Atlanta, but if you got a dude that breaks the goal scoring record in a single season, he's probably the MVP. Um, but 
Zlatan was the big talking point, and 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 everyone was like, "How is SKC's defense going to do um, with with this potentially potent Galaxy attack?" And Did great. I thought the defense played really well. Yeah, what what was your impression of how the defense played? Well, the score does not reflect what happened in the game at all. Because without that that PK that we're going to talk about here in a bit is uh, uh that's a one nil game, dude. And we should have had way more than that. But the defense contained <laughs> everybody. I don't think that yeah. that we really had a true issue with anybody. I mean, Roman Roman Alessandrini got in some dangerous positions, um, and Sebastian Legette is a very fast individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a fast man. I mean, yeah, the Galaxy have have good attacking players. Between Zlatan and Alessandrini and Legette and Ola Kamara. Like, people forgot Ola Kamara is almost a 20-goal-a-year striker when he's in Columbus, and now he's just playing second fiddle to Zlatan. Like, they have some solid attacking pieces. Um, and the defense held them throughout the entire game to eight shots total, just three on target, one of which was, uh, I, I believe, the penalty kick counts as, as a shot on target. So take that away, and now you got... Two shots on target. Like, that's crazy. You know, this, you know, 60% possession of Sporting KC to 40% uh, LA Galaxy. The um, numbers show a Kansas City ass whooping is what that is. And honestly, the eye test showed a Kansas City ass whooping. Were it not for one man oh, yeah. named David Bingham playing the freaking game of his life and apparently a curse on the ball that didn't allow it to go in the goal. Screw Bingham, dude. Bingham has a very punchable yeah. face. He does. I think it's important that that is said and that it is made public. <laughs> so I'm glad that we brought that to the forefront of people's minds. It had to be minds. said. I, I couldn't stop it. I'm like, stop acting like you're good. <laughs> All right? Stop it. Yeah, Bingham Bingham has about one game a year like that, and unfortunately it came against us. Um, but... Ugh. Look, the, this game was all sporting Kansas City from the get-go until Jair Marufo decided to insert himself into the proceedings. And that's when, in the 23rd minute, um, he called a penalty that he says after the game was on Tim Melia, or excuse me, Matt Beasler for tripping, which makes yep. it even more confusing. Because I'm sitting here, I'm watching this replay, and... Tim Melia comes out to challenge the ball because Ola Kamara gets a little bit of a position on uh, on Beasler. Um, Tim Melia comes out, doesn't touch Kamara because Kamara is falling down before Melia even gets there. Beasler doesn't touch Kamara, and if he does, he ever so slightly clips him after Kamara is already falling down. There's no contact here, and Marufo immediately points to the spot. And I'm sitting there all confused. I'm like, what is going on? And then they're, they're, he says, well, I'm reviewing it. They're showing the replay up on the screen. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to get overturned. No he big didn't deal. Review it was it clearly at all. not a penalty. I mean, uh, so they, they're, they're checking it because uh, he had his hand up to his ear. So the video assistant referee was checking it. Who knows what he said to Marufo? He might have said, hey, go check it. And Marufo might have been like, nah, I'm good. And he just points to the spot and Zlatan steps up, kicks the penalty, 1-0 Galaxy. Like, Take me, to, take me to to your. Uh, if you're watching in your apartment, wherever you're watching, take me there when this <laughs> happened, and, and and let me know what's going on. You don't want to be here, man. It was, uh, whoo! I, I was not a good Christian man. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, 
first of all, I was like, okay, VAR is weird because he's touching his ear. So now the person up in the booth is like watching it over and over. And it's, here's what I wonder if, if it happened. Did the VAR referee like not see anything and say, no, it's all good. You don't need to take a look at it. Or did the VAR referee say, hey, I think you should probably take a look at it. And Marufa was like, no, I'm not going to. Because the head referee has every uh, every right to say, no, I'm sticking with my call. He doesn't have to take a second look at it at all. Like, is there any, any clarification on what happened there? Nope. And they won't okay. answer. That's they don't bullshit. Tell you. Yeah. See, There's I no don't know which one it was. But if it's Marufo, the big swinging dick of the law, he's probably like, nope, I'm sticking with my sticking with my freaking call. Yeah. And you know, the one he did go to to, to VAR to, to actually review, um, later in the game we'll talk about that, the offside call. He didn't that, that wasn't his own call. That was his assistant ref's call. So he apparently has no problem throwing his assistant ref under the bus and reviewing and changing that call. But when it comes oh to your God. own damn call that's even more egregious, you're like, nah. I'm not going to review it. So That's a great word, egregious. Good job. I just like I'm I'm sitting here. I'm watching this play over and over on repeat, literally as we speak. And the right more now? I watch it, I don't know. Yeah, the more I'm doing that it, to yourself. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I was literally going to be like, I don't know why I do this to myself because I get angrier and angrier every single time. Because you watch yeah. Kamara. Someone tried to tell me. Like, oh, well, you know, Beasler must have touched Kamara at some point because he his, no. his his stride changes. And Who he doesn't. That? He literally doesn't touch him. Who said that? Sam it's, McDowell? No, somebody I follow. <laughs> no. I will smash Sam, his face. Sam McDowell heard from uh, from Chris Klein, president of, of uh, the LA Galaxy, that Klein thought it was a penalty because he thought uh, Beasler touched him. Um, Wait. So, the president of the LA Galaxy thought that it was a penalty against his team? That's crazy. Yeah. Shocker. Who who oh would have thought? <laughs> and Sam, does Sam McDowell um, believe him? He's like, I think it was a PK. He he didn't seem as outraged as some of the other people were. Uh, okay, first call. of all, Chris so. Klein's title. By the way, how cool would it be to say that you were the president of the Galaxy? Uh, that's a good point. It's a pretty I mean, sweet title, bro. That's all I could he, think he about. Literally when you told is. Me. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty he literally is. pretty freaking sweet. Is the president of the galaxy. <laughs> so, but I mean, to be honest, he's not good at his job considering how bad the, the galaxy have been over the last few years. But uh, yeah, he's pretty bad. Know, to be able to print on your business card, my name's Chris Klein, president of the galaxy. Not a Chris not Klein. A weren't you in? Uh, weren't you in Wild Wild West, my friend, with uh, Will Smith? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a throwback reference. It's a great movie. If you're, is it anyone? Is it? No, it's not. I mean, it's not. <laughs> okay, there we the go. Wild, wild um, yeah, I mean that totally changed the complexion of this game, really, because now sure did. You got the Galaxy up one zero on the road. I mean, it's not like Sporting KC changed their attacking mindset or whatnot, but. It allowed the Galaxy to really pack it in. And there were some times when I'm looking at, at, at the Galaxy defense and they literally just had like 10 guys in the box and then Zlatan just like off doing something not related to the game. Like he just was off yeah. wherever. He Zlatan is that he's Bill Murray from Space Jam is what he is. <laughs> <laughs> Who did I call no. that? Didn't I say that about Christian Namath? 
You might have. You said it about someone. It is not the first Bill Murray Space Jam reference that's been made on this podcast. No, it's uh, the weirdest reference ever, but it makes sense. And yeah. you all know how, uh, out of, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Just wait till Space Jam 2 comes out starring LeBron. Um, and Bill Murray. But, and, and, I hope so. If Bill Murray's not ass, in it, stop it. If he doesn't <laughs> reprise his character, I'm going to be pissed. Um, oh, God. But yeah, I mean, the, the, the LA Galaxy just packed 10 people in the box for pretty much the rest of the game and, and made it very hard um, for, well, yeah. for Sporting KC to, yeah, to, to, to find any chances. Um, it went to the half, 0-1, to one, and then right after halftime – oh, no – Right before, before halftime, it it yeah, it was almost halftime. It was technically like in the forty fifth minute plus two, even though there was only supposed to be one minute of stoppage time. Um, Daniel Steris looked like he might have scored a goal. They called it a goal at first, um, but he was offside. It was a kind of a deflected ball. He uh, he heads the ball home. You could tell right away that um, the defenders like Ike threw his hands up and he was like, "What? This is offside." And Melia, if you watch the replay on MLSsoccer.com, is like cursing at the ref. He's so pissed. Um, oh, yeah, he was. He dropped the F-bomb, didn't he? I think he did, which, you know. That's amazing. Yeah, that's it's not very I, Christian. I will tell you, I, I, have, I have talked to Tim Melia many a time, and I have never heard him come close to swearing. Um, he was pissed. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think he's probably. pissed the way the refereeing was going, dude. Like, he, it was going to be that kind of game. He was letting people play. He was he was overturning his referees' decisions, but he he was he was not calling fouls either. He was going to let people get hurt out there, and then he would call bullshit fouls. And I'm like, where's your consistency, dude? You're like an umpire calling a strike three feet above the dude's head or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, it was it was a ridiculous game all around. Um, thankfully, after what seemed like forty seven hours, because apparently it took them like a, literally like three to four solid minutes to actually even decide. Oh yeah, I should probably go review this. They eventually overturned it. Uh, but I mean, this this bring. I mean, I guess this is as good a time as any to 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 go to. Um, one of the questions we're going to answer tonight from from our guy Austin Finkelde is there any hope for VAR to be used correctly in MLS on a consistent basis? Because like on one hand, oh my sweet Austin, they're they're, they're taking like five minutes <laughs> to even decide to review. They're not reviewing this. They're not reviewing when Diego Rubio gets double punched in the head in the penalty box by the goalkeeper, which we'll get to later. It was an ultimate punch. Oh, I mean, my it God. was a one-two oh, jab combo, like. <sighs> He got he got knocked out harder than Conor McGregor. Like finish him. Apparently, well, McGregor tapped out, but he got knocked out harder than McGregor's teammate after the dude jumped out of the octagon to go fight him in the stands. Um, that was uncalled for. It was uncalled for. But what? What a so so. Talk so I watch WWE because <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> no one ever jumps out of the ring to go fight in the stands in WWE. They uh, do, and it's totally real. It's fake. Um, what? So don't, don't <laughs> talk to, talk to our friend, Austin, who is, is a nice guy, but, uh, Oh, Austin, the best. Give him, give him a little, uh, VAR education here. Is, is there any hope that pro and MLS will ever use it correctly? 
Well, I think that uh, maybe it's time to let the VAR just die. Oh my God, you're going to make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. That was a great movie. That was a deep inside joke. Um, That's pretty good. Yeah. If you've seen A Star is Born, take some tissues, let me tell you. Um, Anyway, continue. Take some tissues. (laughs) But uh, no, dude, if it's not going to be used correctly, get rid of it, right? If you're not going to use it at all, then what's the point in having it? Because you didn't use it on the PK, which you clearly should have, and you didn't use it when someone got punched in the head. Like, that's on the VAR guy, too, because it's okay. Maybe the head referee didn't see it. Okay, that's fine. That happens all the time. But the guy on VAR has the little... He can he can rewind it real Did fast. Super Mario just died? And see, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like Zoidberg from Futurama. <laughs> but, the, I mean, the dude's on the ground. So if you're the VAR referee, aren't you like... um let me take a little look at this because uh, maybe my boy Jair, I don't even know his damn name. Maybe my boy Jair missed this call. But no, he's probably thinking like, oh, shit, I don't want to I don't want to tell Jair how to do his job because, you know, he's a lot cooler than me and, and won't let me. He doesn't let me speak. Yeah. I mean, it's all a joke at this point. Like, I have no hope that it will be any sort of. It's a joke. There will be any sort of semblance of consistency or that it'll be used properly until there's some transparency and accountability for the refs. Players well, referee, get carded. Is referee getting suspended or anything? Like what? Remember no, that one well, time when? The, yeah, that's the problem. Well, what happened? We never know that one time. You remember what I'm talking about? Which one time? Didn't the VAR referee when... get suspended because it missed? Oh, like he missed I, Seth getting hit I, in the I, face. I mean, I hear through like back channels that like there might be sort of like an under the table, you get demoted down to the USL for this game, but like nothing's ever official and you never really know. And they, and I never follow who is the VAR at any given game or whatnot to, to see if anybody actually gets punished or demoted or anything. But as long as there's no transparency or accountability, nothing's going to change because players get carded. Players have to answer for things they do on the field with the public and, and and refs never do. Refs have to answer two questions from what they call a pool reporter after the game, which is one assigned reporter that is the only person that's allowed to ask the ref questions. They get two questions. They have to be submitted in writing within 15 minutes of the game, and the refs answer them in writing so no follow-up questions can be asked. Occasionally, they'll allow one follow-up question, like in this case, um, I, I don't even know if it was a follow-up question. The only questions were, um, you know, who who did you call the penalty on and, and what was the penalty for? And that's when his answers were literally Matt Beasler and tripping. And that's the only response the ref gave about the entire thing. And I think that's just a bunch of crap. Yeah, I read that. It's just, yeah, you got to have accountability. And it's not a, it's not good enough unless there is. So I've given up uh, on the system. I, I've given up too, man, because there are times when I'm like, dude, VAR works perfectly. Yeah, that's how it goes. That that's how it's supposed to be used. Good on you. Good job, guys. Get a pay raise. You earned it. But then there's other times where I'm like, burn it down. Yeah. Burn it all to the ground. I will kill every referee. Well, I mean, remember at the World Cup. I'm very Cup, dark. I'm very dark sometimes. <laughs> remember at the World Cup when 
we literally would see in the screen what the ref was seeing. Like the way they presented VAR yes. during the World Cup was so good. And there were one or two errors maybe so in, in how the calls were determined. But like the process, the speed, and the display to the fans on television was top notch. And I don't understand why MLS can't take some of that and implement it. Like at least let us see what top notch. the VAR is seeing at the time they're seeing it. Because then at least we know what they're seeing and and we can hold them responsible for that. But Oh, I agree, because right now I'm convinced there is no VAR referee. I'm convinced that's not a position a fake and that's not a person that exists. <laughs> we can talk about this at nauseum because we this has been around for uh, you know, going on year and a half now. And people have bashed it, people have loved it. I think it's great, but it's not perfect and I don't know, man. I don't know how these other sports can get it right. Maybe it's because they, they don't have enough rules. They don't have enough laws for VAR because they're like, it must be clear and obvious. Hands to the face, automatic red card. Uh, it's only you know usable in these situations. Maybe it should be usable all the damn time. I mean, their concern was it would slow down the game. I mean, if you're going to take four freaking minutes to even determine that, you need to go review and what's clearly an offside call. Like, yeah. And maybe you don't. Sorry, the, yeah. Maybe the VAR referee is just constantly monitoring the game like that. Many different cameras looking at different things. He's not slowing down the game. He's just he's focused on watching everything. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm just I'm pissed off. I, I'm not okay. This is a game we should have won. Now we're gonna get like a freaking knockout game, dude. I just I'm so nervous. <laughs> well, well, we'll get to that here in a bit. Let's. Uh... We'll, we'll finish up going through some of the things that happened here. You know, in, in the second half, in the 62nd minute, SKC was down, still 1-0. Um, Johnny Russell whips in a ball that Diego Johnny Rubio Russell. heads into the top left corner of the goal. It looks like almost, and Bingham gets a, a hand to it, and it bounces off the post and then goes all the way across the face of goal, and Shallowy kind of hesitated because he thought maybe it would go in, and then it didn't, and like... That was just one example. I'm not going to go through all of them. There's there's that. Um, there was like 16 minutes later when uh, David Bingham, he, he's making back-to-back saves after Gerso does a, makes a nice little move, um, sends a ball in, and, uh, and somehow Bingham stops another Rubio shot that bounces, and then Johnny tries to kick it, and it bounces off his face, and then off a defender's foot, and that doesn't go in. And like at this point, I think I legitimately was like, we're never going to score again. Like, nope. <laughs> we've had so many chances. And like, were you, had you given up hope at this point? I know Johnny's goal came here just a couple of minutes later, but did you think that like, Hey, this, we're going to lose? Yeah, a little bit. I was like, why, why would we score? I mean, we've had all these chances now, like, nothing. I, I don't get it. We're not, we're not going to get by. It's, it's a loss at home. And we'll have to wait another week to make the playoffs. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and this happens Johnny every Russell, year, dude. Yeah, well, yeah, it it does. It's it's it, you know I thought maybe when in, in our August that when we went undefeated and didn't allow any goals that well, like yeah, hey dude. we're gonna finish the year strong. Um, nope, this is the old ways, dude, and it's probably time to let the old ways die. Oh my God! Why? <laughs> you were planning this ever since you saw that movie. I can tell. 
Uh, uh, well, I saw that movie a year ago, so maybe. Well, special preview movie. Yeah, that's right. Um, yep. <laughs> you were, you've been holding on to it for a year until this exact podcast. That's true. It's um, been so hard. But in the 83rd minute, Johnny Russell did almost exactly what he did to the Galaxy last time we played them. He took the ball out on the right side, looked at Roman Alessandrini, was like, nope, I'm going to run by you. I'm going to run by Jonah Dos Santos. I'm going to run by Ashley Cole. I'm going to run by everyone else, and I'm going to fire the ball into the back of the net and freaking take over this game. And he was freaking pumped. It was pouring at this point. He was screaming at the fans to get up. Credit to the fans. No one really left, and uh, no. suddenly it looked like SKC might have a chance. So, it looked uh, like it. Yeah. What 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 you thinking you know, then? What we didn't discuss is how bad Ashley Cole is. Like, the dude is... Uh, <laughs> first of all, he should have won the game for them. Uh, let's just say that. I don't know why you're trying to chip the keeper when you're 10 yards from goal, but okay. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> super weird i was like why didn't you just blast it through his legs or something like right. just hit it as hard as you can and hope that you timed it correctly instead he tries to chip tim and tim's like nope <laughs> yeah yeah that that was very strange um but i was thinking after johnny's goal that we are we're coming i got so optimistic in that moment but i was like a tie is okay after everything i mean with when you add rain to a game dude it evens the playing field. Everything changes. Things become sloppy. It, did you get rained on? Oh no, you're in the press box, aren't you? No, I was. I was covered up. Um, so I, I was. I was oh, outside. You don't, you don't so get I was a cold. But I wasn't getting. Well, I, I sit in like they call it the overflow seating. So it's covered. Oh, right, right. I have like a little like bench thing that I can put my computer on, but I'm not inside. So I had my gloves on because my hands get cold, and I have my scarf on. Uh, so they save the inside so. seats for like, what, what, what are you? What are you, chopped liver? You're, you're, you're the podcast reporter. You're not allowed to go in there? Apparently. I mean, heck, my credentials even for SBI soccer. I was like, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's not a small site. I thought I'd get no. a little bit of respect. That's no. pretty legit. They probably saved the inside for, uh, oh, I don't know. I can only imagine who's in there who shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean they've they've had the same people in there for a while, so maybe when they move on at some point, I will I will work my way in there one of these days. There you I'll go, be man. an important right. person. I just want to get in the all media the pizza game. They want. I just want to get in the media game. Like if you're one oh, of you yeah, dude. sporting people, if you're listening, put me in the media game. I've been Bro, there for three years next, now. Come on now. Next year, next year, I think no other pod needs to be in the media game. Put us both in. That's damn right. Get us in oh, there. Oh, yeah. Now, so. I will absolutely be goalkeeper. You, you know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, this year they didn't even do a real game. They did a media penalty shootout, which I feel like is kind of a, a lame thing. But uh, Oh, then I don't want to be goalkeeper. I'm going to pass on that. <laughs> I don't want to do you don't it. want to just <laughs> take penalty shots to the face over and over again? No. Um, hell no. Do media bubble soccer. Why haven't they done that yet? I'm all about Dude, that. That is a that is a dangerous game. All right, because you know oh if God. I'm if I'm in that, I'm just running full <laughs> speed at people. Probably you. I'm probably just running full speed at you, and you're on my team. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I don't doubt it. <laughs> now, now so but that would honestly that'd be your shot to take out anybody that you secretly have any animosity toward. 
So, oh, I sure would. There you go. Um, It'd be hashtag Coozer time. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh my God, I don't, yeah. I'm so sorry. Not, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I thought, uh, I, I thought we would get another goal. There were six minutes of stoppage time that was added. I thought we'd get another goal. Graham Zussi almost did in the 88th minute. He fired a shot from uh, the right side of goal oh. that Bingham missed, and it bounced off the freaking post again because all we could do was freaking shoot off the post, and somehow Dude. it didn't go in. I almost I was like crying many different times during this game. Every post, every save, I was just like, oh, my gosh. And And my wife, Marissa, she's like, are you crying? And I was like, no, it's raining. <laughs> She's like, we're inside. <laughs> like I got allergies. I was um, cutting onions. Shut up. <laughs> but so it yeah, was, I was very ends, emotional. Every post we hit, dude. Yeah. The game ends one, one, unfortunately, which on the bright side, if there <sighs> is one keeps us in second place because we have, uh, even though we're equal on points with LAFC at 53, we have a three better goal differential. So we win the tiebreaker. But you know it's going to come down to that last freaking game. It just is. Yes, so, it is. Um, I do want to get to LAFC a couple of these coming. quotes after the game uh, from uh, from Peter Vermees and from Rubio, uh, especially Peter oh, Vermees because he went scorched earth on pro. Um, yeah, he must want to. He he must be feeling like he wants to pay. <laughs> he's, he's gonna he's gonna be paying. That'll answer. Uh, answer uh skc jules question uh, do you think Vermeer should get a fine from the league for his post-game comments even though he's right uh, i mean oh no by the should. Letter, i mean he by, absolutely will right he's gonna whether we think you should or shouldn't by the letter of the law he's gonna get should. fined but he but you're right he was right this is what he said on the penalty decision I'm not going to read all of this because it's a lot, and you can get it on SportingKC.com. But he said, terrible decision, 100% terrible decision. I'll say it this way. When you have a live game at the speed at which the game is being played, there's absolutely a chance for making mistakes. But when you have a replay to look at, that that tells you the incompetence of the people that are actually viewing it. 100% the person is already jumping and diving over, and he calls the penalty. So uh, the incompetence of the people viewing it um, that's, that's some pretty strong words. Um, very strong words. Love it. Yeah. And he says, look, I I'll say LA had a good game. They were a good team tonight. The difference is that we were better. Unfortunately, we were playing not only against the team, but also the referees on the field. I'm here to say, I'm here saying that because that kind of performance by them is unacceptable at this stage in the league, at this stage in how long the league has been existence, number one. And number two, when you play these types of level games where the stadium is full like it is, you have two teams playing at that kind of quality like they are, that is an unacceptable performance. And then he goes on later, says that should be unacceptable, not just by Sporting KC and the Galaxy, but that should be unacceptable by the league and by pro, and they should do something about it. So... There you go. There you go. Peter Vermees. And they will do something about it. So uh, what do you think? $1,000 or how much do they find them? Do you know? (laughs) I don't know. They don't ever make that public, but I would guess it's more than $1,000. You know who else will be fined? Who? Uh, Mike Petke. Wasn't he? I mean, Petke probably will be fined. You're right, because he was tweeting about how bad the refs were. And it's not even his game. game. Yeah, it was like it. Everyone knows how bad. Like that's why I don't understand. I mean, Peter mentions that uh, you know, 
Rubio gets punched in the head and there's no call. And, and this is where I want to jump to Rubio's quotes because this is what I thought was interesting. Uh, let me find this here. Bear with me. I thought I had it open. I did not. So let me do to do to do. Um, uh, okay. So what Rubio said was that I guess before the game or before the season started, um, refs came and, and talked to players about potential penalty situations. And Rubio says, this is a play we actually talked about with the referees at the start of the season. If the keeper hits the player uh, or even if he, in the head, or even if he touches the ball a little bit, it's a penalty. I think it's a penalty, 100%, 200% a penalty. But then he goes on and, and he was like, but, you know, we, we can't say too much because we'll get fined. But, you know, sometimes the media needs to criticize the ref because the decision can impact the future of the team on the playoffs. And he, he went on to emphasize a few times, you guys need to hammer the refs. You guys need to criticize them because we can't. So they were I mean, <laughs> to, to say they were pissed in the locker room is an understatement. They, they tried to ask Melia about what he thought, and he was just so pissed he wouldn't even answer it. He was like, it doesn't matter what I think. He no. called it a penalty, and that's what it is. So, Yep, he shut it down. Uh, do you think Benny Failhopper also gets fined? Uh, he might. I mean, Benny was tweeting about it, too. I don't have the tweet up. I don't know if you do, mm-hmm. uh, but... Yeah, no, he did. He he said, uh, who called that a penalty? Oh, wait, let me guess. <laughs> oh, Benny. I love People Benny. know this bitch, dude. Yeah. People know Marufo, and he's got a history of changing the game. Uh, newsflash, Marufo, I don't think this job's for you, bro. Go do something else. You're ruining things. Yeah, it's not working. So, and and and, and you're and and we'll never know if he was punished. We'll never know if he was talked to. MLS will never say they were wrong. Um, like the NBA does their like report where they go over calls in the last two minutes and they'll flat out say, yeah, this call that changed the game, it was wrong. We messed up. And it sucks, but at least they admit it. MLS doesn't do that. Pro doesn't do that. So it sucks, man, because it, it leaves us in uh, in a tie for second place. We could have been... Uh, a full two points clear of LAFC could have given a little bit of breathing room, especially if we can win at Vancouver, um, which is our next game. Um, but instead, you know, it, we just get stuck with, uh, being in a draw that we shouldn't or being tied with LAFC, despite the fact that we shouldn't be. So I don't know. Now we are in trouble. We got to take five points out of these next three games to get a top two spot, right? Or no, that's to get a home playoff game, guaranteed. Yeah, so I I think... So right now we are three points ahead of the Seattle Sounders with through the same amount of games played. Three points ahead, Yes, three games left. Um, did you Did you read the playoff math? I mean, it's it's... Five points would guarantee a top four finish. Right. So, you know, that, that it's possible. It, it, it could be tough because we got two away games One at Vancouver win. and then at um, FC Dallas. Two before, ties and a win. It's either going to be two ties and a win or two wins. I mean, at FC Dallas is going to be hard. At LAFC, I think is winnable. They're going to have to win that game. So, really... This Vancouver game is a is a, a must get result, but honestly, I'm going to call it a must win. 
Like it's a it's we're at must. If you could get two wins, win. and you might you might guarantee yourself a a, a knock a, a buy. You know what I mean? If if you win at Vancouver. And you win at LAFC, we get a buy. Or you win at Vancouver and you win at home against LAFC, we're going to get a buy. So the future's in our hands. We control our own destiny. Absolutely. It's just what scares me is and maybe results fall our way along the way. We we don't know, but maybe you know, we got to do it. We got to get it done. Yeah, because I mean we're we're looking at okay, we're we got to be in the top four to uh to to get a home playoff game. You know, right now we're three points above that line. Seattle's three points below us, but you know, like I said, our next three games are at Vancouver, at FC Dallas, and then home against LAFC. Seattle's next three games are at Orlando, at Houston, who they just smoked four one, and then home against the Earthquakes. So they're easily taking six points of those available nine, I think, if not more. So we uh, we're, we're we're in a bit of a pickle. Um, a win a at, little bit, a win at, uh, against LAFC sure would have been nice there. Um, but now we're uh we're we're looking at a an away game against Vancouver, who fired their coach not that long ago. Yeah. They have no uh they have no coach. Oh, by the way, Johnny Russell's goal up for goal of the week. Go vote for it. There's no Atlanta goal oh, up this yeah. week, so go vote for it. He was winning last time I checked, so go help him win even more. Um, but now yeah, we have this uh this away game against Vancouver. Who uh, technically? Oh, and we'll actually get another pod. We'll get another pod in before this oh, game. We will. Okay. So you know what? We've been going on for quite a long time. We won't it's spend cool. too long on this because there's a bunch of other news to to talk about. But quick thought: you, as of now, you feeling okay about this game? What do you think? What the Vancouver game? Yeah, just just real quick. We'll talk about it more next week. But give me your initial thoughts, and then we'll oh. see if you feel the same next week. No. Not at all. They had a coaching change, and now people are fired up, and they want to like, you know, they want to play hard. So I don't know, man. It's pretty scary. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's winnable. I think it won't necessarily be easy, but we'll see. And they got a turf field. I don't know if that matters to anybody. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, it, it's different than what we're used to, so it could definitely be a factor. Um. Yeah. Around the rest of the league, um, results didn't really go the way we had hoped in a lot of games. Uh, you know, obviously Seattle won four to one on Monday night. Uh, Portland beat RSL. LAFC beat Colorado. Dallas beat Orlando. Like this just Atlanta won, which just sucks because I don't like Atlanta, even though it doesn't affect us. But I don't know. Not not a great uh, not a great week. Um, we do have kind of an important game on Friday for us. LAFC plays the Houston Dynamo. Got to be pulling hard for Houston in that one, don't uh, you think? You would hope so, but I, I don't. I don't think Houston can pull for themselves. I don't know what they got going on. No, the only other games that are happening this week in MLS because it's a short week. Uh, or uh, uh, not a short week, a, a an international week, and we'll talk about the men's national team quickly here in a second. But Minnesota hosts Colorado, yeah. no one cares. New England hosts Orlando, no one cares. <laughs> DC United, Minnesota and Colorado, and Wayne Rooney. That's bad, dude. That's like host FC Dallas. 
Say what now? DC United and oh, Wayne Rooney DC? host FC Dallas. That. Well, you got to hope for a DC win. DC's fighting to make the playoffs. DC looks good at home. Wayne Rooney, Luciano Acosta look like men on a mission. I think they might beat FC Dallas. That'd be good. So. So we're still not at it. We could finish anywhere between first and sixth place, couldn't yep, we? We could. Or first and fifth. Can we? Uh, yeah, you might be right. I don't know if we can. Yeah, I don't think we can fall all the way to. We, we the, Our one point cleared us of sixth. So we're first to fifth. We've yeah. clinched a playoff spot. <laughs> so there you That's go. That's terrifying. Yeah. Um, and I, it's probably a mathematical improbability that we fall all the way to fifth. But, you know. Don't say that. It's It's anything is possible. So. Math is a liar sometimes. <laughs> there you go. You heard it here first. Math is a liar. MLS, dude. MLS. Math is a liar sometimes. That's what MLS stands for? <laughs> sure is. Well, there you go. I didn't know that, but now I know. So that's good. Um, there you go. Uh, yeah. So that's that's what's, uh, what's going on. Um, we do have the U.S. men's national team taking on Colombia. On uh, Thursday, October 11th. Oh, um, I got to miss that. You got to miss it? That's a bummer. Yeah, I'm going to see Charlie and Chocolate Factory, uh, okay. the musical. Well, that's, you know, that's not a bummer. <laughs> but um, Could be we, fun. Got, we got no Pulisic. Um, we got we got a few players who have, who have withdrawn because of injury. Um, so they... Weston, Weston McKinney. Weston McKinney, yeah. Some of these young guys who are... Uh, Supposed to be the future of the team. Young blood. So now we're going to be stuck with Michael Bradley and Brad Guzan. Um, hey, just like old times. <laughs> Maybe it's time to let them die. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. So we got uh, <laughs> so- the U.S. men's national team against Colombia and then the U.S. men's national team against Peru uh, the following Tuesday. So we'll we'll talk about what happened in those games in next week's podcast. But given there's no Pulisic, no McKinney, we still don't have a coach. Um, we got old people on the team. What, I mean, is there any, like, are you hoping for anything out of these games or are these just two more games that are kind of wasted? I don't even know if I want to even talk about them until we hire a coach. I mean, I don't know. It's not even relevant in my mind until we get some stability here. Um, I think on side note, I mean, if you guys missed it today, they're coming, they're coming back to KC to play in the gold cup. They are. There's going to be a group game. Uh, in Kansas City in 2019, June 26, 2019, the U.S. men's national team will return to Kansas City where they have I'm never there. lost. Never lost. So, I'm in. They've played five times in Kansas City since 2011. They've won four of those five games. They uh, Their only uh, non-victory was in the 2015 Gold Cup, uh, a 1-1 draw against Panama that I was at. It was not a fun game. but uh, Hey, no, I heard... I heard somewhere that this is huge for like World Cup hosting bid and everything like that. It probably is. It's kind of like a, a dry run audition in some ways. Now, granted, if we get a World Cup, because they'll announce it'll probably be at Arrowhead. But yeah, yeah, but they'll they'll probably play like friendlies at Children's Mercy Park or something like. Probably, yeah. You know, some kind of warm up or yeah, whatever. I wouldn't be surprised. So, I'm in, dude. And the training facility and like, I don't know. I'm I'm there. It's pretty cool. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, there's reports that they might hire a coach sometime in November. They're kind of starting to do interviews. Maybe there was a crew assistant coach that's going to be uh, a, a guest assistant with the U.S. men's national team these couple of games. So I don't know. Weird things. Do you want to break some? Uh, you want to break some Peter Vermees news? Oh my God! Are you talking about that? <laughs> about that? Tweet that, that, uh, I <laughs> that I am. Yeah. Okay, let me pull this up. There's a. I. I. I don't want to necessarily. I, this is important. Dignify everybody. this with. Uh, no, don't. It. This is not this dignified. Is, this is at not all. dignified. This is some crazy person tweeted out, "Dear Ernie Stewart, if you pay your hashtag strip club buddy Peter Vermees to coach the USMNT, then everything will be exposed." Bum bum bum. <laughs> so. Dun, dun, dun. I don't. There's probably some crazy person out there. <laughs> He's talking about strip clubs and exposing things, so I don't need to know anymore. Um. That is interesting. <laughs> um, then all will be exposed. Wieners! <laughs> yeah, let's hope not. Um, probably well, just hey, a crazy uh, person. I, probably just how Peter used to like it. Make He liked to make it rain every Friday night. <laughs> I am so uncomfortable with the images popping in my head. Um, I make it rain on them hoes. I make it rain. Okay. <laughs> I, I I have I I have some doubts as to the validity of that claim by said I don't, anonymous come tweeter. On. You can't see Peter Peter rocking and rolling. He's like, I could buy you a drink. Ooh, <laughs> I can make you good like this. <laughs> I I don't quite see it, but hey, maybe he's got a secret past life that I am not aware of. Um, I think he is all about T-Pain. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, still no no news on the U.S. men's national team coaching front. No, none. As of yet. Um, it's it's going to be Peter. <laughs> it's gonna, I, I mean, someone and was trying Tim to Milius tell me. called in, what? Uh, you know, that's probably about the only way at this point that Melia gets a call in, which is unfortunate. Truth. Um, but I don't know. My gut still tells me it's probably going to be Bear Alter from Columbus. But someone was telling me today, and I tend to agree with them. Like I don't necessarily get all the hype about Bear Alter. Like the crew have been average for most of their time he's been there. I don't think he's like the next great coach. Otherwise, we'd probably know by now. So I don't know, man. It's just disheartening that it's been a, more than a year without an actual coach. And, yeah, it's kind of uh, weird. And it feels like it's wasted. A whole year is just wasted. So, Can you imagine if sporting went a whole year without a coach? No. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Um, Mexico, being... they, they, don't ha- they don't have a coach right now, and they haven't had a coach for three months, and they're pissed. Like, why has it been three months? Imagine them going a yeah. year. Can you imagine being the interim coach and having to try to care about this job when you know it's not your job. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. That's the incompetence of U.S. Uh, soccer. I'm not entirely convinced they're not going to go a whole year, look around, and be like, you know what? I think we're just going to give the job to Dave Sarachan on a permanent basis. And then we end up with it. Like, did you, you say? Did you put the ch? Did you say Dave Sarachan? Dave Sarah, how, how do you say it? Dave Sarachan? Dave Sarachan? I thought it was Dave Sarachan. Sar- I thought it was Dave Sarakan, right? I don't know. Maybe. Whatever it is. I don't even know. 
<laughs> what is a name? Anyways, what's in a name? Um, no, it's not. It's not out of the realm of possibility that U.S. soccer will look around for a year and then look in the mirror and be like, "Hey, there's the answer. We already have it. It's the interim coach." Um, it's just a mess. But it is yeah, a mess. Mexico's freaking out because they uh, they they've been without a coach for three months. So there you go. Jesus. I did see a report that they have they considered twenty four coaches, including Jurgen Klopp, the coach of Liverpool. And I'm like, guys, oh, that's crazy. Aim for the stars, but Klopp's not leaving Liverpool to go coach Mexico. <laughs> He's got no not. reason. I hope they called him though, because I'd love to hear that conversation. Um, this is Premier Premier League, dude. People don't leave Premier League to go coach their national team. You know what I'm saying? No. Well, one of the other coaches that was on the list that they supposedly considered was uh, Pochettino from Tottenham. Like, again, he's not no. leaving to go coach the Mexican Definitely national not. team. People leave the, their, their national teams to go coach Premier League teams and, and La Liga teams. like Or Atlanta Now, United. in MLS, well, in MLS, that's, <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even, I'm going to barf. People should absolutely leave their MLS squad to go coach the national team. That just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Who knows who will end up ha- – maybe your boy Jose Mourinho will be available and uh, Ernie Stewart can give him a call. Don't. Don't get and me started can, about that guy. We can play one-one draws until he gets fired in three years. Uh, so. First of all, Man United had a hell of a comeback last weekend. Yeah, who'd they play? I don't. I don't care. But they were down two nothing. It was crazy, dude. They played that huge super club Newcastle. Oh yeah, and they uh, (laughs) big time Champions League contenders. Yeah, I uh, I heard reports that he uh, he was going to be fired that weekend, no matter the result. That has yet to happen. So I don't know. Yeah, people were people were saying that uh, Alexis Sanchez saved his job with the with the goal at the end. But I mean, man, that video of him and uh, and Paul Pogba in training when Paul Pogba looked like yeah. he was about to stab him, um, it's not good. Yeah, but other people were like, he was just like, "Hey, don't be late, okay? You're a leader." <laughs> <laughs> and Paul Pogba looked at him and he's like, "I'll be late if I want to." Um, yeah, and Pogba's like, "I will stab you with a soldering iron." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway. Um, Get into a couple of just MLS news items real quick before we wrap up here. Apparently, St. Louis is trying to get MLS soccer back. Um, okay, let's not get crazy. Yeah, they they have a new... Uh, Wait, what do you mean uh, back? Did they have MLS at one time? Oh, not back, I guess. Sorry. They're trying... They, oh, I, okay. They had their expansion bid, and then it didn't really work. Gotcha. Um, They're trying to open the conversation. Yeah, it, it failed. Now they have a new ownership group that's trying to do it again. They have the dumbest hashtag of all time. It's hashtag MLS for the Lou. L O U. Who do we know? Who do we know from St. Louis who's a sporting fan? Who's a sporting fan? Yeah, we got someone. Uh, someone follows us. I can't remember. If you're listening to this, hit us up because I'm interested to know if St. Louis got an MLS team. And you're a super duper sporting fan, but you're more close to St. Louis. Who do you who do you follow? Do you stick with sporting all the way, SKC till I die, or do you become a St. Louis fan now? You better not become a St. Louis fan. I'm gonna fight you. See that? That's interesting, bro. 
Um, but yeah, MLS for the Lou is their hashtag, which I hate. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, it makes it sound like that's what it's... you call toilets in Europe. That's what I was going to say. Um, you were? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, they have a quote in there Still that says, my joke. We also fill a void in the Midwest if you look at how MLS teams has awarded teams in the past. And I'm like, what void in the Midwest are you filling? We got a very successful MLS club two and a half hours down the road from you. There's no void. Yeah. Get out of here. Are you not counting? I mean, Chicago's still technically Midwest. I mean, so is Minnesota. And so so is Minnesota. Columbus. And probably Cincinnati. Like... Get out of here with your Midwest void. Yeah, so, get out of here. I don't know. But, I mean, good luck to you. I guess St. Louis, you're probably not going to get it. But they're trying. Um, well, they're launching the bid, man. I, I, I love I love more teams. And, and tell me we wouldn't take a quick road trip down the highway to go see those games. Oh, I'd do it. I've seen a St. Louis FC game. I saw them play the fire in a U.S. Open Cup game when I was there for a work trip one time. Oh, so, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I have a St. Louis I'd FC go, man. scarf hanging up on my scarf wall. So. Oh, you crazy. <laughs> but yeah, um, in other news, Miguel Almiron hurt himself in the game. People thought he might be out for a long time. He's only listed as week to week, whatever that means. So he might not play for the rest of the regular season, which opens the door just a little bit for the New York Red Bulls to overtake Atlanta and win the Supporters' Shield. Which I hope to God they do. Uh, could happen. But Atlanta doesn't do. have a hard schedule left. So, uh, And then lastly, the Earthquakes named a new coach. And I don't know how much you know about this guy. But his name is Matias Almeida. He was the coach of uh, Chivas in Liga MX. Who uh, just beat Toronto FC in penalty kicks in the CCL final. He's led them to... Uh, win the, the, the 2017 Klausura Liga Emekis title, which is like their season split into like two halves. So that's the Klausura and the Apertura. So yeah, won it's one of them. They do 17-game seasons. Yeah, they uh, they also, Chivas under his leadership, also won um, two Copa Emekis titles and a Super Copa Emekis. Um, he used to coach, um, I, I believe it was, I want to say River Plate in argentina um i mean he's he's yeah this guy's a big deal for san jose yeah so san jose showing a a a bit of ambition here um i don't really know how they they landed him but you know he's 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 not too not too old um 44 years old this might this might turn the quakes fortunes around i don't know so good for them i guess still need talent (laughs) i don't i don't know yeah, as long as you, uh, Wando was great at one point. Players, but as long as Wando's still your starting striker, you're probably not going to contend for MLS Cup. So. That's true. Um. Anyway, man, that's what I got. We're just about at that hour mark. We uh, we got that's no game it. this weekend because of the international break. So we'll uh, we'll come back next week, talk some U.S. Men's National Team, talk about this. DCFC Dallas game and, and preview Vancouver. But uh anything else for our good and faithful listeners? Uh maybe it's time to leave some more ratings and reviews because uh we haven't had one in a while. And we win when so you if do. If you were new Ah, uh, it's true. 
If you are new to the podcast, go hit us up on iTunes. And hey, we've had a couple people uh, recommending us on Facebook, dude. Uh, giving us five out of five stars on Facebook and sharing nice. with their friends like best SKC podcast. And it's super cool uh, of you guys to do that. Thank you. Thank you so much for helping us out. But ratings and reviews too. hit up the iTunes. Absolutely. Maybe it's time to leave some ratings and reviews. <laughs> Seriously. It's a good, it's a star is born is a good movie. It will just make you cry your it's little eyes movie, out guys. It will. So, yeah. Haven't, uh, haven't cried like that in a movie in a while, but you know, hey, it was a good one. So, um, I haven't cried like that since my parents got divorced. Oh my god, that got dark. It did. I'm in a dark mood today, man. Yeah. I told this lady off at work today. That's a whole different story. Oh boy. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's you know, probably... old entitled white woman. No big deal. Yeah. There you go. We'll save that story time for next time. Um. There you go. Anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, follow us on Twitter at NoOtherPod, at JCMax03, at Dan Kuzer. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NoOtherPod. Send us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Let them know about us. We want to keep growing. So leave those reviews. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week. And uh, until then, stay dry. Have a good one. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.